Welcome back, everyone, to Real Talk from the Kitchen Table podcast. I hope everyone is having a wonderful week. We're having a great week. Uh, I'll ask y'all to forgive me. Um, it seems since all this rain has come, uh, my allergies have flared up really bad. So I got the sore throat, all that good stuff. So please forgive me uh, if I do sound a little sick. I'm not. It's just my no allergies. No COVID. No, no COVID. COVID. Definitely not. Definitely not. We'll try to edit out any sneezes. I'm ho- hopefully there won't be any. I, I've, Hopefully not. I've done the the tea with the honey and the apple cider vinegar trick today. Uh, well, just trying to just trying to do everything. Everybody knows all the the home Sinus remedies. Rinse. Oh yeah, yeah. I, just all all, it. all all of it. I mean anything that uh, home remedy wise you could try. I have tried it. It's today. one of those things you think when the rain comes in that it's gonna wash away the pollen, but it's almost like it brought it out. Oh, it, it increases. It, and it's ever since I really moved to the upstate, and you can attest to this, my allergies have just, like, come alive out of nowhere. Because I used to not have any problems. Any, no. No allergies whatsoever until you moved here. So if you're in the upstate of South Carolina, you understand. For our other listeners that are other places, maybe you don't understand. But you would if you came here yes. for any period of time because it's and that's, so bad. that's the thing. I don't know what makes it bad. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I guess maybe the trees from the mountains. But it's perfect here. We have everything. It is. The it beach, is. the lakes, the rivers, the mountains. Everything, everything is well oh, other than the allergies. Today's topic is on spiritual relationships. I've been really excited about this. A lot of people have asked me and Lindsay mm-hmm. about it, and we've been sitting together talking, uh, you know, even about our relationship and right. when we were dating. And I believe, number one, for your relationship to be successful, it has to be centered around Christ. Absolutely. And it's one of those things like once you choose somebody to be in a relationship with, and I also want to take it a step back before we kind of go into this. Not only are we going to talk about dating, we're going to talk about our marriage and having communication and having that spirit-filled marriage, but also just relationships in general because you might not be in the stage of life where you're married or dating. You might be single and just needing to have an accountable partner that you can pray with and that you can do life with. And so I think in whatever stage of life you're in, like John said, that is key because Christ has to be the center of any of those relationships for them to thrive, even including friendships. I think about friendships where Christ wasn't the center and that didn't work because we were on kind of different paths. Um, I think about, you know, dating. That's where you start seeing your future. And then with marriage, to stay, I guess, afloat. I feel like that's an old word. But to stay, you know, alive and to stay thriving, you have to have Christ-centered. So at every stage of life that you possibly could be in, Christ-centered communication and prayer and, you know, spirit-filled relationships are key. That's exactly right. And I think... One of the most important things about a spirit-filled relationship is, like Lindsay mentioned, prayer. If you don't have somebody right now, if you're waiting on that perfect person, I found my perfect person, no doubt. I encourage you, if you haven't really prayed about it, make that a matter of prayer. And if you do have somebody, learn to pray with them. There's nothing more powerful than learning to pray as a couple and learning to pray together. Right. And I think one thing, um, I don't know if he would want to share this or not, but John was challenged by someone when he was younger to make a list of 
the things that he wanted, the qualities, the characteristics that he wanted in a mate. And this was when he was single, and um, he did that. And it's funny, you know, we realized, I guess, later on that that lit. Did we find the list? No, but I remember just about everything on it. You were making I it. prayed for a girl with blonde hair, blue eyes. Um, God wants to give us the desires of our heart. The Bible says we have not because we ask not. And I think it's one of those things, too. Some of you may say, wow, he's shallow, or wow, he's just looking for looks. And that wasn't the only things on the list, but I'm glad he brought those things up because it's okay to pray specifically. The Lord wants to hear our specific prayers. And like John said, you know, you have not because you ask not. And so, you know, that's something that I think the Lord does encourage us to do because it's just like if you were talking to your friend, which, John, you probably don't do that as boys, but if I was talking to a girl and we were just, you know, talking, I would say things like, ooh, I like, this is so weird now that we're married, but I like boys with brown hair or he has beautiful brown eyes or whatever you may say. And so why not talk to the Lord like that? And it's just like how I would talk to my mom or my dad about, you know, what I was pursuing in looks for a man. Because again, looks aren't all that matters, but it is good. But there was not only a list of outward things, but most importantly, inward things. I wanted to be with somebody that loved the Lord and shared the same values that I shared and really had the heart for really had a heart for God and there's no doubt that I that I've found that and God has blessed me beyond my wildest dreams with that you know Lindsay said looks sometimes can't be everything but you need to find somebody that's going to love God more than they're going to love you because if they don't love the Lord right they will never love you right. Exactly. And so I challenge you, you know, make your list. And it doesn't have to be a ton of things. It may be something that you add to as you get older, or you may change it. And, you know, you may pray different things, but not just to make a list, but pray over the list. Yes. John and I do that about many different things. We make yep. lists. We, I'm a list person. I'm very list-oriented. and But we make lists, and we pray over them, and we talk about those things. And I feel like you can get more accomplished, and it keeps your mindset and your goal focused. Well, kind and of. it builds our faith, too, Right. in that, just knowing God. Because I'll be honest, if I we need to find the list now that I'm thinking about Amen. it. But God gave me everything that I desired, and she's sitting to my left right now. And God cares. God, like I said, God wants us to have the desires mm-hmm. of our heart, and he wants to give you the desires of your heart. And I encourage you. You might say, well, I've been waiting for so long for somebody. I've been praying for so long. Isn't it crazy the difference a day can make? Oh, yeah. If you give up right now, you know, in the season of life you're in waiting, I mean, tomorrow could be the day. Today could be the day. And God may just want to see how much faith you're having in that. Right. And so that's the first step that I think would be a great one to take that just kind of helps you see where you're going and the things that the Lord's going to do for you. But then also, I know we had talked about, I guess probably the biggest thing, to be honest with you, is praying together. Praying together builds strength. It builds strength within the couple, but it also builds that strength with Christ. And that's even more centering your relationship around Christ. Pray for things, Lord, where we're supposed to live. God, what are we supposed to you know, be doing with our lives. God, what do you want from us? And I believe when we submit ourselves to Christ and we submit our relationship to Christ, 
that is such an honorable thing with God. Right, and I think, you know, first and foremost, if you're in a season where you don't have anyone yet, praying by yourself is important. You've got to establish that routine. You've got to establish those things that you talk to the Lord about on your own. And then once you have someone that you are dating or courting or however you go about seeing that, you'll be able to bring that person in and you'll be able to pray together to Christ but still keep your focus. And clearly you should still have your independent time with the Lord as well. That cannot stop. But, you know, John and I always, we prayed over the phone together at night. Um, We would pray together in person. There were, you know, church services that we prayed at. Just things like that where... I was able to see a future in that because you got to think about this. That's going to be the person that you pray with the rest of your life. I think about the times where, you know, I had always prayed with my family. I had prayed with people at church and I always had that. But then bringing John in as we started dating, it's a little, not that it's weird because I knew he prayed and I prayed, but you had to start kind of bringing that together. And the Lord wants to hear you pray together and about the things that you have in mind together. So we started doing that. And I quickly realized that he would be the one that, you know, if the Lord continued to bless, that would pray over our marriage and our right. home and our kids and our future. And so you want to see that early on. And, and it, so we encourage you to do that. It lays the foundation yes. for life. Right. Because you're submitting yourself to God. You're submitting your desires to the Lord. And there's not a greater way to have a relationship. I, every night, me and Lindsay, we lived three hours apart, you know, before we got married. And every night, we would pray right. together. And we would, it, it just establishes that connection with each other and with the Lord. And not only in prayer, but we have to have, learn to have communication with one another. Right. And I think that's one of the biggest things I used to struggle with. And be honest, I still struggle with mm-hmm is communicating everything clearly to Lindsay. Right. And I know I've always heard, and you've probably heard too in the sermons and everywhere else, you know, the illustration of, well, if I didn't come home and speak to my parents or if I didn't speak to my spouse, then we wouldn't have a good relationship. And it's the same way with the Lord. Um, And it's the same way between each other. You have to have communication and thorough communication and honest communication. And that's not always easy. No. And it's hard. It really is, especially, you know, I guess for a man because guys that are listening, we want to be so macho and so bulletproof that we can't tell, you know, our girlfriend, wife, whatever, what problems we're having. And if I walked around and tried to be like that all the time, like I had all the answers and I could fix it all, I mean, we would would be in a mess. They need to see that transparency on either side. You know, a lot of times in my own life when I've been struggling with something, Lindsay can testify to this, I've been able to say, hey, Lindsay, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm going through. Will you help me, number one, pray about it? So we are establishing that communication in prayer. But number two, to have that communication with her to say, you know what? I don't have everything figured out. I, I can't fix it all. And uh, have that communication with your friends. But the communication and the prayer go hand in hand. Right. And I think that's one thing that, you know, you talk about it, you pray about it, but also communication is casual and prayer should be the same way. And so like we were talking about, you know, we prayed together every night. Well, there's nothing, you know, 
better than praying at any time of the day. You know, John will call me, even sometimes still he'll say, you know, the Lord just put it on my heart, I feel like I need to pray yep. with you. Or let's pray before you go here, or let's pray before we do that or make this decision. And if you don't talk about that, and you don't feel comfortable speaking right. to each other about that, you're not going to want to pray together. So your communication has to be casual and comfortable and honest. So it's got to be that raw, real conversation um, so that you feel comfortable with that person to communicate that, and then you'll be able to pray together about those things. That's exactly right. And the honesty is the biggest portion of the relationship. Right. You just can't go through the whole relationship and lie your way through it I'm a very much a person, if something's bothering me, you're going to see it on my face. For sure. Lindsay's great. She can hide things. She can have, like, the worst day and have the biggest smile on her face. That sounds awesome. I am not that way. And you need to give the opportunity to let the other person help you. Yeah. You do not have it all figured out. I do not have it all figured out. And if you just keep going around, you know, what's wrong? What's the matter? Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. There's nothing wrong. Well, clearly... You come in, you got an attitude, something's the matter. Why don't you try to drop some of that pride and get some help? First of all, anyone that says they're fine. They're not fine. They're not fine. That's like the, it's either everybody says I'm fine or I'm tired. You, I'm you, okay. You're not fine and you're definitely not tired. You have more energy than what you had all day. But it's saying, you know what, I can't handle this. Right. I can't do it, and I need the help of my spouse, of the one I'm in the relationship with, to maybe help get through this. You can't hold everything in all the time. I think that's the biggest problem, yeah. and that's where relationships fail. When I think that becomes a pride issue. Oh, so exactly. That's where pride enters in for ourselves and into the relationships, and that's something that is a really hard wall to break through. So if you keep that, you know under control from the beginning it's just easier for the relationship and communication sometimes it is really hard and it's not like Lindsay said it's having to drop that pride but it also builds confidence in one another you know when Lindsay comes to me about something or I go to Lindsay you know what that shows it shows and even in prayer with our Lord it shows that I'm entrusting you enough to say will you please help that I need you to help me with this I can't do it on my own and that's why God gives us spouses that's why God gives us those relationships right. is to be a help to one build each other up right. compliment each other right and I'll tell you too sometimes I feel like this becomes a very formal conversation when people talk about praying together and communicating and things like that it becomes very not fancy, but formal. Right. And it shouldn't be because if you start casually, it's more comfortable. Would you rather meet somebody for the first time having to be all dolled up, head to toe, you know, in an uncomfortable setting? Or would you rather meet somebody at your most comfortable, hanging around the house, that kind of thing? Most of us are going to be the most comfortable when we're in a setting that's more casual. And so the right. same thing with talking to each other, praying with each other, make it a casual thing. And you know, it doesn't hurt for you to have routine, but make it casual so that it's more comfortable. Because make if it's it casual, not, make it consistent. Ooh, that's good. Because if it's not, you're not gonna do it. And the last thing is hold each other accountable. Right. Girls, 
if he's not leading you in prayer like he should be, because that's what the Bible commands, call him out on it. Right. You know. Not in an ugly way. Not not in an ugly way. <laughs> Do it in a very sweet, kind, Proverbs 31 type of way. Well, and it's just one of those things that, I mean, I feel like we're saying the same things, but it's so true because it just kind of all relates together. Have that casual conversation, building them up. Exactly. To make them better. You don't want to see people fall, especially the ones that you're, you know, best friends with or dating or in love with as a spouse. Like, make sure that you're building them up, but also keeping them accountable so that they don't fall. You don't want anyone to fall or mess up or lose sight of why we do what we do. Exactly. And holding each other accountable, that presents or prevents, I apologize, a lot of hardship and a lot of hurt on down the road and sometimes holding each other accountable it ain't comfortable it's not and it's hard even when you do it sweet and in a loving way because if you're like me and Lindsay says hey you know (laughs) what's going on over here the first thing is my insecurities kick in that I feel like I ain't doing my job and we don't like being wrong right we We all don't none of us like that None of us want to be called out. None of us want to be have anything brought to our attention where we're not doing the right thing. But you want to know what? I, I praise the Lord every day for the times you came with me with a soft heart and said, hey, you know, I've noticed this. I've noticed that. And how much it's helped turn my situation, whatever I'm, I'm going through. And sometimes we're not consistent right. just because we get life hits. You have so many things going on sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this Christian walk, it's not lollipops and walking through the tulips all the time. Sometimes it's hard, and sometimes it's easier to say, you know what, I just want to go on to bed. I don't want to pray tonight. I just want to go to bed. I don't want to take time and read the Bible together and right. do our Bible study together. I just would rather, I'd rather stay home today. I don't want to go to church. I've had everything going on this week. But when we're struggling that's where that communication comes in, and we should lock together to build that strength. Right, and I'll tell you something that just kind of came in my mind that we had not talked about talking of tonight was also just keeping in mind the things that you go through on a daily basis. Life is very difficult. Yes. And your spouse, your, you know, whoever you're dating, your best friend, those people are there to be your sponge and to listen to you and to take those things so that you can let those things out. However, we do need to be careful about that because a lot of times I'll tell you I'm really bad at this. I will come in and I will take it all out on him because I have just, you know, taken it all in. And like he said, I do put on that happy face. And so I'm not going to let other people see that. But when I come into my home and I'm comfortable, I'm going to release that on him. And that's not right either, especially I'm sure other women can relate to that. Um, And I'm sure a lot of men can too, but that's my struggle and that's what I do. But I'll tell you, one time I heard someone talk about, like I said, they are your sponge. But he talked about how they can only be wrung out for so long. Mm. So how long can you squeeze them out and put all of that into them before they just have to let go and be completely submerged? And that's where the relationship has got to be reciprocal. It's got to be 50-50. You have to give but you also have to take. It's not fair for one person, for me to dump all my problems on Lindsay and never give Lindsay an opportunity 
you know, to share what she has been dealing with, what she has going on. That that's just downright selfish. Right. And another thing too is even on those bad days and even when all of those things are going on, it's very important to continue to talk about the Lord and the good things and the blessings. And I know one thing that John's taught me, especially lately we've been talking of is, you know, if you're having a hard time getting started praying or, you know, you don't feel like you're hearing from the Lord just to glorify him and to talk about, you know, how good he is and just to worship him for a little bit before, you know, you kind of get started and to help yourself get going and to have that fellowship with the Lord. And I think it's the same thing with the relationship. Even on the bad days, try and think about the positive. Try and bring up the Lord. And I know sometimes, like, I think about the times where, you know, John may be having a bad day. Now, you don't want to just go pushing things on. I'm like, let them tell you those things and let them soak a little bit into your sponge. However, also encourage them with spiritual things, with scriptures, with song with sayings anything that you can think of to encourage them and uplift their spirits is also a really really great thing and try not to criticize sometimes things happen we may not do the right thing we may not say the right wrong thing and we're so easy well you shouldn't have done that that the reason why you're having a bad day is it's all your fault encourage them in what they do right right obviously they see they done wrong yeah they know where the problem was they don't need you taking a baseball bat and making it any worse. Right. That's where we have to lift one another up and say, you know what, I believe that you're going to have a better day tomorrow. I believe I believe in you, and I'm just knowing somebody's with you. Right, and we're saying all of these things. Please, by all means, don't think that we have mastered this or no, arrived because this not. is something that we're still working on and working through. And so, you know, we're working through this with you. We're in a relationship, too, where... We're trying to get better and grow better and closer to Christ every day together. It takes work, but it's a definite payoff right, in the it's end. It. It's, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be perfect. There's going to be bad days. There's going to be good days. But you have to stay consistent every day and center in your relationship around Christ, center around that prayer, communication, and just being accountable to one another. And that, I believe, is what makes a successful relationship. Absolutely. Like Lindsay said, we've not mastered it, but that's where we lean on Christ. Paul said, when I'm weak, then I'm strong. Right. So our challenge for this week, I think, is, again, slam-packed this whole podcast. But my biggest challenge to all of you is to make your list. If you already are in a relationship... You know, make the list of things you could do better. Maybe things that you're looking for praying about and or thinking of things to communicate about with your spouse. If you have a dating relationship, think about how you can make it better. Things you can work on as a couple. And then if you don't have a relationship, make that list of what you desire so that you can see that and pray over those things. And like we've talked about, you know, holding each other accountable, finding that person. If you don't have a person, an accountability partner, Please find that. And then just being honest and real and open and casual so that you can grow in Christ. That's exactly right. Well, this has been Real Talk. From the kitchen table. We love you guys. We love you guys.